Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about investing for weekly and monthly cash flow using dividend stocks. Specifically, we're looking to gain a 1% return. We're using an account with $100,000 and trying to get a $1,000 return per week. Okay, that being said, let's jump on in. Oh, today is Monday, May 17th. 2021. It's 10.58 a.m. Now, I usually do this before market hours, but like I said, I'm still on vacation down at my son's house uh, down in Florida, uh, and I'm not in my own element, so it makes it a little bit challenging to do my broadcast first thing in the morning, considering I have my grandson running around, and these are live, these are always live trades shows anyway, where I actually do live trades. So actually the market's open, so it's kind of good. So you see what we can do with the market being open. See who's coming, see who's going, see what's going on. Let's get to it and see what we can do today. I still believe it or not, I still have not gone over exactly how much I made last week. I mean, I should never have done that many different option trades on Johnson & Johnson. Don't get me wrong, Johnson & Johnson went up, but you have more than one option and it doesn't differentiate one option from the other you know it doesn't say hey this is a straddle this is what the straddle is doing no it says you have a call you have a put you have a call you have a put and it doesn't say what it's for so that being said i'm gonna have to do them one at a time just you know see how they work other than that i'm just gonna stick to the dividend capturing and, and the uh, covered calls and the uh, call rating that kind of stuff all right so on our list, we have a Johnson & Johnson top of the list. Okay, Johnson & Johnson, let's go back and find out exactly where they are. Okay, Johnson & Johnson started out last year at 152, found its bottom at 134 in late October. Once the uh, election hit, around the second, she was at 138, 139, somewhere in that area. And then she just shut all the way up to find the high within another month or so. Wait a second. So from um, election time, November 2nd, December, then to January, by January 26th, so that's about almost three months, this thing had gone from 130 up to 170, which is not bad. Right now, she's sitting at 170.85 today. She hit a high today at uh, 171.89. Now, I have a bunch of options on. Johnson and Johnson, and I can't really go through them all because they're a little on the confusing side. All right, <clears throat> I have one call at one sixty-five. I have one call at one sixty-seven and a half. I have one call at one sixty-five and a half. Oh, I have another call at one sixty-seven and a half. I have a call at one seventy, and a call at one sixty. All expiring this Friday. Now, I just so happened to have sold. I didn't really sell them, but it kind of happened that way. When you do a spread or a calendar spread or anything like that, 
if you're in the money, they assign you the stock. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, six hundred shares that I sold that I have to buy back now. Because apparently when I sold them, I have to now buy them back. I didn't really sell them. It just so happens when the option expires a certain way and you don't keep your eye on it, you don't really know what you're doing. Because some of these options I've never used for. I never use a double uh a double digital spread trade before. No, I just wanted to see, you know, for the fun of it, what, what would it do? Okay? It went it went up, but how did it affect the option in which I paid for it? You know, so that's the one I'm a little confused on. So I'm gonna have to do a l I think I'm gonna do a separate um a separate show just on Johnson & Johnson for this week. All those different trades I made. Because I have the account statement of which trades I did make. Um, um, trade history, that's that. I want to go from the 10th. And there you have it. All right, see, here we go. We're looking at all the trades that I made last week. All right, let's go to the very beginning, the 10th. And there it is right there. All right, so I did a calendar spread for Johnson & Johnson. The 165s, that's where I bought um, this week's option the 165 option and I sold last week's 165 option it just so happened that the stock went to 170 on Friday so I had the option of buying the uh, Johnson Johnson at 165 so I could buy it at 165 and then sell it to somebody for 170 basically it's a push you know you break even then I did a diagonal where I bought this week's 167 and a half and I sold last week's 165. Okay, again, the stock cleared 170 and now I have the option of buying it 167 and a half, but I sold someone the option of buying it for me at 165. All right. Um, next was another calendar, but this one was 62 and a half because last Monday the uh, stock was at 163 but the previous Friday because I always look at the day before which last Monday the day before would have been the previous Friday of the 30th of April so you look at the 30th of April <clears throat> is that right that's not right well okay we're on the 17th why am I not seeing the 17th? Is this? Yeah, that's the 17th there. Okay. Friday, Monday, it was right there. Okay, which was the 4th. Okay, so the stock opened up at 164, so I said the 162 and a half, the calendar spring, because I wanted to see what it would do. Um, so that being said, Uh, that one didn't get filled. See it? Right there, zero, zero, didn't get filled. 
but the 167 and a half did get filled for 34 cents. So it cost me 34 cents, but exactly what am I making off of it? Do you know what I mean? All right, we sold Clorox last week. That was a profit. Bought some more Johnson & Johnson. We got a, another vertical spread at the 165, 167. Then we bought 200 shares of Johnson & Johnson. And then we sold 200 shares of Johnson & Johnson. So the div, dividend capturing scenario worked for Johnson & Johnson on the 10th, which was Monday. I was in and out same day. Uh, you bought it at, uh, what's that? 169.52 and you sell it for 170.53. So made a, what was that? A dollar one per share. Uh, I sent another calendar, another calendar. All right, and the verticals on Exxon, those made money because Exxon. All right, we're not there yet. Let's get let's get back to the activity where we are. So that was Johnson Johnson. I'm gonna have to devote a whole hour to going through all those to see which ones were were profitable, which ones weren't. All right, so next on the list is MRK. MRK, we're still holding on to that one. She started out last year at $79.98. Floundered around all over the place. She dips down to $73 in June. Jumps up to $87 in, in September. Back down to $73 in, in November back up to 85 in January found the low of the year at 7164 that was in March which is the new 90-day low and from the new 90-day low she's just nothing but up gotta love that now um, Friday this bad boy closed at 7869 okay 7869 now I have 400 shares at 76.50. So, if the stock closes at 78.69, why didn't someone buy me out at 76.50? That I have no idea. So what I'm going to do is I am going to. Well, I could. Well, let me check. See if I could sell. Mark. M R K. Now, MRK is at 79.68. 78.50s are going for 139 at the moment. Which is, if you add the 78.50 to the 139, that's 79.89. So I'm only making 20 cents off of it. So it ain't a big deal. So I might as well just sell and get rid of it because I've already made my money off of it and I already collected my dividends create a closing trade there we go so we're actually going to sell the, the MRK 400 because right now it's at 79.66 which is a lot more than we paid for it remember we bought it alright it just sold for 79.77 okay, 400 shares um Okay. Now remember, we bought Merck, MRK, a couple of weeks ago. Now we bought it, we collected a dividend, we collected three premiums the first week, second week, and the third week. And for some strange reason, even though she was in the money on Friday, nobody bought me out. So that being said, just dump it, get rid of it, and let's move on to the next one. All right, next on the list is QCOM. 
Qcom, here we go. Qcom started out the year at 78.20. Stair steps away up to a new double high in January at 167 and again in, in February at 167. Falls down to hit it like this looks like it could be a double bottom at 123.70. She bounces off that. She's sitting at 129 at the moment. Okay, but she had three days, higher highs, higher lows. So that's the bottom heading up. Granted, they're down days where the, where the stock opens up and then it closes lower. But yesterday, or Friday, she opened up at 127 and she closed at 128. Pretty close to right where it is. It almost looks like a doji sitting there, but it's not quite. Okay, so I got 1,200 shares at, at one. Let's see what my cost basis is now with these. All right, we're down to 141's cost basis for QCOM. So let's see what we can sell 1,200 of the 140's for. Okay, we're bringing QCOM up in the, into the trade area. The bid is 129.09 and the ask is 129.14. What is that, a five cent spread? Ooh, look at that, 129.06 and 129.08. That's a two cent spread. When they're that close, it means there's a lot of action going on. All right, she's at 129 now. We could go for the 134s at 33 cents. Which does sound like an interesting idea. Um, so let's go. And sell 1200 the 134s at 33 cents. Limit order for the day. See what that happens. Okay, so it's just a little under 400 bucks. Okay, we're gonna sell 12 QCOM 121 May 21, which is this Friday. Now, this Friday, is it the second Friday or is it the third Friday? One, two, three. Ooh, it is the third Friday of the month. That's off. That's QCOM. We'll, we'll see in a few minutes whether or not it gets filled or not. Last on the list is ExxonMobil. XOM. Now, ExxonMobil started out the year last year at 45.17. Quickly tried to break a high of 55.33 in, what was that? June 8th? That was like the first week of June. From there, she falls out to the bottom at the end of um, October. All right, down the low of 30.54. From there, she hits an all-time, a new high at 64.02. She's sitting at 61.09, 61.49 at the moment. Now, We got 200 shares of Exxon, and we also sold two contracts at the 58.50. So we really have no shot there. We collected the three shares for Exxon. We just sell those three that we collected for a dividend. And 
let's just sell those three. Okay, so we're going to sell three Exxon Mobil at $61.49. Limit order good to cancel, blah, blah, blah. All right. So those are the ones we have filled at the moment. And we just got filled with the MRK. All right, we sold the three Exxon at $61.49. We sold 400 Merck at $79.77. Now we're waiting on um, Qcom. She's sitting at 32 and a half, and I got it set for 33. But we'll see how that works out. Okay, all that being said, those are the four positions that we're carrying on. As you can see, we have no money to play with only because of what Johnson & Johnson did. Or I should say what I did with Johnson & Johnson. If you add up the profit or loss year to date, we have, uh, what is that? 7,400. And then our profit loss open is 17,000. So if we, we sell everything at a break even, which means we'd add that 17,000 to the 7,000, and that's 24. 24, close to 25. That's close to 25,000 from the beginning of the year. That's not bad. But you can't really count on that now because, remember, we're never going to sell at a loss. So these ones are just going to carry on and just keep moving forward throughout the week and make sure everything's going in the direction that we want it to go. So let's see who's cooking today. Now, we're looking at the Dividend Kings. SWK is ripe for the picking. We got a 69-cent dividend. All right, something just got filled. That was Qcom, 34 cents. Got to love it. Okay, so next on the list for tomorrow's SWK. Now, this comes from the Dividend Kings list. So let's pull up the Dividend King SWK in... Is this Stanley Black & Decker? I don't think so. SBK Stanley Black & Decker, isn't it? I don't know. SWK, let's find out. SWK. And it is Stanley Black & Decker. Okay, so Stanley Black & Decker is up for the list for tomorrow. She started out the year at the low of the year at 113.49. Okay, found its new high at 225. And that was just last week, last Monday to be exact. Now she fell down a little bit. Let's check out the seasonality for this and see what's actually happening. See what we can expect within the next couple of days. All right, a nice slow, steady growth. Steady growth pattern for the year. So if we get in today, we can expect this thing to go sideways or it's a little bit of the uptrend. So let's see what we have for Stanley Black & Decker SWK. She's got a bid of 214.43 and an ask of 214.61. Okay, so we have four days to options expiration. If we bought the at the money, which would be the 214, we would be able to sell the 212 and a half for 350. So if we add the 350 premium to these to the strike price of 212 and a half, that's um, 216. Yeah, which is right around 1%. So you could actually buy it at 214, sell the 2.5, the 12, sorry, 
212 and a half call. That way you'd get a nice little 2% return. Nice. Oh, sorry, 1% return for the week. And that's all we're doing. We're trying to get to 1% per week by using the dividend capturing or the um, covered call trades. And if we do do the covered call trades and she doesn't give the number that we're looking for, we can always move to the next one. Okay, that being said, let's see who's next on the list to take a look at. Now this list comes from the Dividend Kings. Let's jump over and see something else. Uh, let's check out Warren Buffett's list. Nothing on Warren's Buffett list. Because today is the 17th, two weeks from today is that. But SU is coming right up. 14, almost 15 cent dividend. That's next in a couple of days. Sorry, just getting a little sidetracked. SU is on our list. Suncor started out last year at 1731, found its bottom in the end of October at 1060. Now, from the bottom of October to today, she doubled in price and hit 2410. She's at 2460 at the moment. Let's see what seasonality looks like for Suncor. A little bit of pop going on there, but not much. Yeah, could do for a couple of days. Now, let's look at the big chart and see if SU looks good on the big chart. Stanley Black & Decker does look good on the big chart, so SWK is good. Let's check out SU, see what that looks like. Nice. Basically the exact same as Stanley Black & Decker. There's nice movement with the buyers, nice movement with the sellers, and the momentum's looking good. Alrighty. Increasing volume in the past week. Look at that, nice escalation of volume. All right, we're bringing up SU into the trade area. Right now, the bid is $23.59. The ask is $23.60. Now, that, my friends, is a tight spread. A one-cent spread, that's it. All right, so you buy it at $23.59, and you sell the $23.50 and for $0.45. Cents, and that, my friends, is more than 1%. So you're buying it at $23.60, and you're selling someone the option to buy it from you for $23.50. Granted, you think you're losing 10 cents, but you're not. You're selling it for 45 cents per share, which if you add the 45 cents per share onto the 23.50, you're actually getting 23.95. So you're buying it for 23.60 and selling it for 23.95. Granted, it's not a huge amount of money, but hey, it's there. Now. That being said, let's see what else we got going. You know, just for the fun of it. Now, why, if today is the 17th, 
Johnson & Johnson are paying their dividends on the 22nd. So let's take a look at these three right here. This is on uh, Warren Buffett's list. Um, let's go back here. Just, you know, just to prove a point. Today's the 17th. Tomorrow's the 18th. Tomorrow's the last day before MCO is paying out its, its dividends. So its EX date is actually not tomorrow, but the next day. But MCO, MCO. Okay, MCO is a 56 cent dividend. And had we bought this one when we were supposed to buy it, had we bought it when we were supposed to buy it, we would have gotten in on the 5th of May. So let's look from the 5th of May and see how long it took to make that 56 cent dividend. Um, it's the 4th of May right there it's opening at 328 and a high of 331 now I remember when I looked at this one back on the 5th I said I wouldn't do it because I don't do $300 stocks and I'm not going to do a $300 stock for 56 cent dividend no matter what all the numbers look like all right, so I would have gotten here on the 5th. The opening was 332.22. And the high of the day was 329.47. So if you add the 56 cents to the opening of the day, which was 332.22, you would have come up with 332.78. That would have given you an in and out on the same day. If, however, you're familiar with stop loss or trailing stop, you could have used a trailing stop and that would have increased your return. So rather than getting the 56 cents, hypothetically speaking, depending on when it hit your target market and when it went opposite direction, when would the trailing stop have kicked in and would it have kicked in? It definitely would have by the end of the day because the next day she opened up a little bit lower than she closed. Wait a minute, she opened up higher. Yeah, because she closed at 328. The next day she opened it up at 329. So, who's to say? Because you never really know unless you're actually sitting in front of the computer. And I don't like to sit in front of my computer. I like to sit in front of my computer for 5 or 10 minutes. Well, when I'm teaching and doing these broadcasts, it takes a little bit longer, half hour to an hour sometimes. But for the most part, my own account's 10 minutes. That's it. In, out. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Okay, so that's MCO. That would have made it the first time. Visa, let's take a look at that just for the fun of it. Okay, Visa on the 13th had its EX date. Okay, which means I would have had to gotten into it at the opening of the day on the 29th. Okay, so here's the 29th right here. She opens up at 253.23. She hits a high of 237.50. Definitely made its mark. Um, KR Kroger. KR would have been on the 30th. Now, KR has a 16 cent dividend, and it would have had to gotten in on April 30th.
So here's April 30th. She opens up on April 30th, 37.15. She hits a high at 37.22. So if you take the 37.15 and you add 16 cents to that, that's 20.31. So we're looking at 37.31 as an exit point. Next day, we had a high of 37.58. What about in two days? Hey, it is what it is. You know, the numbers don't lie. That's why I like this trading strategy. You buy it at the opening of the day. You add the current dividend into the purchase price, and that gives you your new exit. Now, if you want to use a trailing stop, that still would be your new exit, but you'd have to adjust the trailing stop to be off um, to be just a little bit below than that. And as the stock moves up, the trailing stop moves up along with it. Okay? So he's, he's just following the leader. So if it keeps going, then that's it. All right, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We're going to be done for today. And look again for us tomorrow morning. I will be traveling tomorrow morning, so I'll get my my session in first before I head to the airport. And then Wednesday, we're back to normal again. All right, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Hope you guys have some great trading. Hope you guys are making some money. And we will catch you tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.